Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. That wasn't a muscle car. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that was kind of an escape there. It was a mistake. All right, this is... (laughs) This is strange because my brother is currently visiting my grandmother in uh, St. George. Yeah. And he's not he he hasn't been listening to the show this morning. What muscle car did he just send you? Well, that's my grandma does not own a car. Right. So she's got this empty garage and she he sends this picture he says, "Grandma has joined the antique car club." She just said casually, "I have my friend's antique car in the garage you want to see?" <laughs> and I'm going to I'm not even sure what what kind of car this is. Let's see. So I'll let you watch the video. You tell me what kind of car that is. But it is a gorgeous coupe muscle car from, I want to say, the late 50s, uh, early 60s maybe. Early 60s. Almost almost looks like. The fastback style. Yeah. And it's uh, it's got wow. this antique wood, polished wood finish inside. And it's a gorgeous car. I don't know what it is, though. I'm not sure what it is either. Yeah. It hasn't shown... Any of the markers on it, but it almost looks American made. Obviously, definitely American made. <laughs> almost reminds me of a GTO, but it's not a GTO. It's, yeah, it's, it's not but a it's similar. Yeah, it's very similar to it. But man, but how crazy is that? That there, my brother just sends that. That is really video funny, right there. He, yeah, he must be listening to you. No, he wasn't. But <laughs> uh, now I'm going to go visit my grandma for sure. But uh, <laughs> we just have it, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> we, but my grandma, by the way, she's she's so afraid to drive. She still gets her license renewed, even though she doesn't own a car. Right. But I don't think she's driven a car since, like, 1993 or 4. She was driving my cousin to our house to get his hair cut, got in a fender bender, and left the scene. Told told the person that she got in the fender bender with, he's late for his haircut. I got to get... Brought the cousin to the haircut, went back, and went back. <laughs> and it was my mom was the hair the, was the hairdresser. Was it like they could have? Anyway. At least she at least she respected her time. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my grandma, she's she's amazing, and I, now she's got an antique car, and wow. I'm very jealous. And Blake stopped in studio. Yeah, to little, let us know little, little Blake. Blake and told us his favorite muscle car is a Mustang. Good taste. Good taste. Little really Blake. good taste. Uh, 855-340-ZONE is the number. Everyone that calls in is entered to win a four-pack of VIP lounge passes. And Paul is our next guest. Hi, Paul. Morning, Paul. Hi, guys. There's there's only one muscle car. <laughs> Let's only hear it. One. Let's hear it. A 69 Dodge Charger RT. A nice oh, car. Oh, my gosh. A nice car. I bought one of those. I ordered it in in 69. I bought it from the factory. I uh, had to... Tri Power four forty, all the amenities. Wow. What Go color? Went, what color was she? It was a forest dark forest green. Oh my gosh! Man. With a white pipe around the back side, back end of it. Do you wish you had that car back? Ah, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> have a '68 Charger sitting in my garage that my son owned. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, so the 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 grill on a '69 Charger is very iconic. Yes. It's got that split kind of look. To the front of the grill on oh, They're just a wonderful. They were just, they're just. When I bought the first, that car, I just fell in love with it. But things happen, you know. <laughs> you, get, you don't really realize what you're doing. Ten, five, six, seven years later, you decide you want something better, and so 
the car goes, and guess what? Now you wish you had it back. And it's like it's like your first love. You yep. never forget it. It's it, true. It haunts you in your dreams. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Appreciate calling in. 69 Charger. Wow. That's that's power. It's 57 Chevy. You'd take 57 Chevy over 69 no, just, Charger? Just good memories of 57 Chevys. Oh, my, yeah? <laughs> just bro- leave it at good my, memories? No, or? no, nothing bad. No. Just <laughs> Not your girlfriend's parents' car? Not no, that one. That's, that's a no, different that story. that was another story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No, just uh, my older brother used to restore, and, and he had a beautiful 57 Chevy that was fun to drive. I was like seven or eight back then. I couldn't drive it. Ah. Uh, but I could ride in it, and boy, did it rumble. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I love muscle cars. If you've got a favorite muscle car, call in 855-340-ZONE and why. We want to know your favorite and why. And uh, you can call in about that or anything else that comes to your mind. So motorists in in the U.K., yeah. uh, Coventry, the U.K.'s motor city. Right. I think there's a lot of uh, factories, factories around and, there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're hoping to ease traffic congestion and improve air quality by enticing motorists to scrap their cars altogether okay. in favor of transit, taxis, or bike share programs. And those that are willing to switch will be given up to 3,000 pounds to spend on automobile alternatives. Wow. So you now, obviously, if you've just purchased a brand new car, this is not going to apply to you. So you have to not own a car? No, it, it, or you just don't drive the car. So that's a good question. Uh, it is to scrap an old car and provide so it's a new like one. Kind of like a cash for new, Yes, <laughs> right. So you bring in your old car. It does, there's no requirements on how old or anything. Right. And you get between fifteen hundred and three thousand pounds. Cool. Just in a check, just given to you to then spend on, on alternative transportation. Right. No car. Interesting. It's interesting. It's not enough to sway too many no, people. And I think part of the problem with mass transit and trying to get that way, you know, if you go to New York, you go to DC, you go to Boston, everything's so compacted down that and parking is so horrendously expensive. Yeah. It makes sense. But they have a good mass transit system. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the the frequency, I think, is key. There you go. Because yeah. I would love to be a, you know, now that I live in Layton and I commute 30, yeah, 40 hop, minutes. Yeah, hop on front runner, drop you off right down here. But but I got to have the reliability that I can get back on it in, in 10-minute intervals right. and get where I need to be. And until they double track that, you'll never be able to. Which we talked last week about uh, McAdams and... Uh, uh, who is it? I know they introduced Curtis. a bill to get some funding for it. Yes. They're trying to get the Fed to pay for some double tracking, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, Good luck. The Fed's really happy to always just say, yeah, sure, here's some Now money. we'll just roll back all the regulations, pollute the earth. No. <laughs> but, yeah, we don't want to get the pollution out here. There's no funding for mass transit. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it, so I, I think it's a good idea. It would take a lot more than that but for th- me to give up my car. Well, think about think about just Salt Lake Valley. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got tracks that runs out into daybreak now, right? But you have Harriman that keeps going out. You know, Pat, it's just not it's not convenient, and it's not. I mean, for what we have, it's good. It's just not frequent enough. Yeah, right. I mean, I have two track stations within. I'm mean, split between two tracks. Runs literally. 300 yards away from my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Runs right up Sugar Factory on the old railroad tracks, you know, 
on the line to go out to daybreak and everything. But it doesn't run by where you work. No. I could get close to where I work, but I couldn't get to where I work. You'd have that last, what, two miles? Yeah. Get the bike out and pedal, baby. Not in the winter. <laughs> oh, come on. It's just in the life skating. <laughs> You'll have your 21st surgery before you can finish the day. <laughs> yeah, just don't curse me that way. I know I have not been out on the lot cleaning snow because I don't want to fall. <laughs> now, tell me about, Jeff was telling me you guys still have an old school Bronco. We do have an old school Bronco two door, and it's a pile of junk. <laughs> but, but best plow truck ever. Well, for that lot, it's so tight that to drive a full size truck through there, it's, it's really tough to get a truck and a plow because you get you know an eight foot wide plow on front, and you got the cars lined up. Oh You're yeah. trying to go as close to the car as you can, but not kill anything. Right. And then you got to make the tight turns around the cars, and you're suddenly Austin Powers in that tunnel. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the, the Bronco works really well for that. It's compact. It's got a tight turning radius. Now, if the back window would roll down, it would be nicer, you know, so you could actually see out the back. <laughs> but you know, I've, I've, I've I have plowed lots pretty much for the last I don't know, twenty plus twenty five years. Hmm. I've only damaged two cars with the uh, with the plow. Oh, absolutely! You clip it going around the corner. No, or I backed into one. <laughs> wow! So, so it wasn't the plow that got the front end. No, of the no, no. I've come close. I've come close with the front of the plow because you try to get as close as you can. Well, you tell you, you get distracted or anything, that plow is going to take somebody out. You know what's funny? The only time I've ever like swiped anything when I've been driving a, a car or a vehicle that, or a, more specifically, like a moving truck that yep. I'm not familiar with. The only time I've ever swiped anything is when I'm really thinking about don't swipe it. Oh, well, don't swipe it. Th- look how most people hit stuff dead head on. Don't hit the bam. <laughs> <laughs> you turn right you into drive it. Drive right into it. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, if I'm just if I'm just you know driving and it, somehow I know well this is going to have to have a wider radius, but if I'm right. thinking about it, I somehow cut it and uh-huh. I, I clip it. And My father-in-law has that problem with his motorhome invariably when they take it out. Now the motorhome that. Is technically That's, yours? No, it's theirs. It, <laughs> technically theirs. It sits in my driveway. <laughs> it sits in the side of my house. You know, it's yours to store. <laughs> yeah, it's mine, mine to store and maintain and use once in a while. But, but their price, their their payment, <laughs> their they, tags. They own it. <laughs> but, but he has a problem with his depth perception. It's like, hmm. <laughs> You're like, I'll drive. You I know, got this. We've, we've had to fix a couple of things where he's caught his kid's house when he's backed into it. Ugh, ugh, terrible. But, you know, it's terrifying. The mother in law won't get behind the wheel. I'll give my wife credit. She'll at least drive it. It's literally like driving a house down the freeway. It's a big sell. Yeah. <laughs> you get a cross breeze, you got 35 feet of broadside. Now, are you far right lane guy only in the motorhome? Um, I'm, yes, unless I'm passing. Yeah. Thank you, know. you. Thank you. Yeah. Because I cannot stand the, the daredevils in those motorhomes oh, going 61 in the far left lane. No. You know, we, we Get ran, on over. We ran from here to Missoula, and I set the cruise at 70 all the way. Any faster than that, the thing's not fun to drive. <laughs> it's just scary, huh? Uh, it, it, you know, you got a lot of play in that F450 van chassis underneath that thing. Yeah. You know, steering, it's the, it's the old style steering. <laughs> you got a little play quarter turn to correct either way. <laughs> and talk you have about, to stand up to get to the other side of the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, and talk about blind spots. Thank God they have cameras that turn on when you signal. You know, just 
turns on display looks down the side of the vehicle how could you do it without it backup camera is almost worthless if you got any type you know it's just really it's it's way up high and it's just oh they're not that good well, uh, they're not made to go fast. That's yeah, so 70's get okay. on over. Right. 70's, you know. But you know, you're not going anywhere fast in a motorhome. You're it's a leisure vehicle. Yeah, I, I think we lose sight of when you t- take a road trip, half the fun is the journey of getting to it. Right. And sometimes we get this myopic foaming mouth that we gotta do get there yesterday and you forget to yep. get, forget to enjoy the trip. I forget to enjoy the beauty. I'm guilty of that. That's why oh, we're all guilty that's of that's why of it I prefer to fly for my vacations because I just get so upset that I'm still in that car, <laughs> and I'm missing stuff. Uh, but anyway, eight five five. But what are you missing, really? No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm missing that journey because yeah. I'm sitting there going, oh, "I gotta get yeah, there. I gotta no. get there faster." And, 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 uh, you know, I think every part of the country has its own beauty if you just slow down long enough to appreciate it. Yeah, everywhere except for Eastern Idaho. Yeah. Oh, you don't like East Idaho? <laughs> I just picked you don't. a place. <laughs> I just picked a place. They've got Yellowstone. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit of it. 855-340-ZONE. You're going to have all the Idaho people hate the your truth, guts. The truth is you're right except for Kansas and Nebraska. Even they have beauty to them. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, even they have beauty M- to them. Maybe at night. I never knew corn <laughs> grew so damn high. <laughs> <laughs> or so smelly. I didn't know the spell. You know, I did the cross country from Boston to here in two and a half days, and oh, didn't notice miserable. the smell. In Omaha, in Nebraska, I mean, mm, didn't notice it. Really? God, yeah, I was a little delirious by then. I can, you know, I can smell it just thinking of the word Nebraska. No, I can smell the Holocaust Museum just thinking about it. But oh man, <laughs> everybody needs to go do that once. Y- yeah, I mean, you need to do it once. Life changing. Like, I, uh, it's very sobering. Even if you think you appreciate it, you don't until you are there. And yeah, do it once. I couldn't do. I won't. I won't do it again. Me neither. Once was enough. Spent a day there, and very uh, incredible. I had I had a list. I lived back there, and I had a list of six other things I was going to go do that day. I had to go home. I just yeah, I couldn't. It, it was it's depressing. Yeah. As uh, unbelievable famous, that that happened. Yeah, man's inhumanity to man, and that's not the only time it's happened. It's just sure. It's just the most modern. And maybe the 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 vast the the biggest the the worst. I don't know that it's biggest or the worst, honestly. Huh, really, throughout the years, you look at the you know the Crusades. Oh well. Yeah. You look at the Spanish coming to the you know Americas and bringing all the disease. Yeah. Let's uh, let's save this for for the mass genocide podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Utah car sets. Well, good a, point, Eric. Let's know, get that, back that's on the track fun of this here. show. You just never know where it's going to go. Didn't know <laughs> Eric had a mass genocide yeah. podcast, but uh, yeah. that changes. When things. do you play that? <laughs> I know he's got an he's got an NFL and a hockey. Even now he's got the hey, mass, mass genocide. <laughs> hey, uh, let's get out to the phone lines, though. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Eight five five three four zero zone. Bill is here to lift our spirits. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, how are you guys doing sure. today? Good We're to doing you. great. Another beautiful day here. Yes, sir. Oh, it's um, gorgeous outside. We, we kind of, we kind of had a competition in our house. Three brothers. Uh, uh, my older oldest brother had a Chevelle SS three ninety six. Neat car. Wow. And uh, uh, the next to the oldest had an old four four two. Yep. Okay. And, uh, I had I had a, what's that? I, I was saying that's that's a good collection already, and you're about to tell us a third. I think. Well, I went with the I went the Mopar route. I had a Plymouth Barracuda. Oh, love Barracuda. Barracuda. 
Had to be yellow with the black stripe. It's got you a song written about it. <laughs> Barracuda. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah I, the only Heart. the only thing I wish the only thing I wish it was a seventy Barracuda convertible because it would have been worth oh. you know, a couple hundred thousand now. So. True. Yeah, <laughs> if you'd true. held on to it, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yep. So I which... remember that. I remember the SS three ninety six that my brother bought. He bought it new for thirty four hundred dollars. That was a lot of money back then. Wow. Yeah, it was a pretty. Pretty, pretty good so, price. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Of the three, I think the SS would be my pick. Uh-huh. Either Coo- the yeah. SS or the Barracuda. Barracuda's great. Yeah. And the Olds is not a bad, but it's third. Olds wasn't as iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Old, the Oldsmobile was kind of different. It had it had a three-speed on the floor. Yeah. That was kind of odd. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I'd take the SS and then the Cuda for yep. sure. Thanks, Bill. Good to hear from you, buddy. You doing well? All right, man. Take care. You yep. too. Take care. Yeah, good. Enjoy. All right. 855-340-ZONE. You want to be part of the show? 855-340-ZONE. I don't know. It might be dangerous today to be part of the show. We're yeah, going to mass I want the record here. to show that you brought it up. Well, no, you brought up the smell. That it just I, The smell of manure. Yeah, not- smell manure. It just instantly flashed me to. Guys, 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 guys. Let me shut this down. Um, I have a question. Yes, Eric. I am not. I'm not. A huge car guy, and right. I don't think any of our listeners are going to call in with this because our listeners are smarter than me on this. <laughs> what, when you say muscle car, what do you define? What defines a muscle car? Oh, I, I think it's more an era, and there's just certain cars that were considered muscle cars. Your your Barracuda was the GTO. Um, it's very sharp charger, edges. Charger, sharp, big, big V8s, four barrel carburetors on them. Never met a gas station they wanted to go by, but gas back then was a quarter gallon. Quarter it, gallon. It's very rare to have a four door muscle yep, car. It's all two door. Almost, almost exclusive coupe. Yeah, yeah two door. Yeah, if you watch uh, Dukes of Hazard, uh, the General, that's a muscle car. Oh, and boy, they destroy a lot of those. They destroyed so many of those. They went through a bunch, huh? Yeah, they had a bunch for jumping them and just destroyed them. Uh, it, it's like it's a high performance. Vintage-looking, yep. sharp-edged car. It's your equivalent of a you know high-end sports car now, back then. I mean, that was you know. Cor- yeah, without the country club. Exactly. Touch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Corvette. I. You know, yeah, I maybe. Get, yeah. It'd be a muscle car, kind of, but not really. You know, it's more sport car than muscle car. I I'd agree with that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Even though I said the Corvette was my favorite muscle car, but but probably probably I I mean one of the neatest ones around was the old Goat, the GTO. There's some. Have you ever been in a in one of those? I'm so jealous of you. So jealous of you. (laughs) Uh, But good question. I grew up in the 70s, so they were still around. (laughs) (laughs) Were they cool then, or are they cool in retrospect? Um, Because they were all over. They weren't as cool then. They they were cool, but they weren't as cool. Yeah, they've gained coolness as as time has gone. Why do you think that is? Is that movies, media? I, I, I think it's just perspective, memories. Yeah, memories. I mean. Look why Dodge brought back the Charger and the Challenger, and GM or Chev brought back the Camaro. It's all about nostalgia. Yeah, well, and that's, all the baby boomers have grown up. They've got a lot of disposable income. They can afford to. God, I remember when I had a Camaro. I had a you know Charger or Challenger. Challenger. Oh, the Challenger or the Charger. Even yeah. now, the brand new ones are still. They look muscle car. Yeah, they're very. They're smoother. Yeah, they're but, smoother, but they're very. Crisp lines to them. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. I like them a lot. Can't see out of them very well, but yeah, that's <laughs> that never problem. stopped anybody. That's the other car's <laughs> problem. <laughs> uh, all right, car sales in China. 
down 92%. I'm surprised it's not down more than that. With more than 92? With coronavirus? Well, that's what it is. It's about coronavirus yeah. uh, because it's you know it's shutting down. People can't they can't have factories so, going and so shipping stuff. And to open a factory up right now, you have to, you know, everyone's got to be punched in. They have to check their temperature every day, make sure they don't have a temperature. If they do have a temperature, they're going to be isolated and quarantined. And think about putting two thousand people through that. I got to check your temperature as you punch in. You can't get anything. You'd be six hours getting them punched in. To Hopefully, it's hour. a forehead swipe temperature. Just I don't putting I, that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to go there. Hope we're not going hog farm temperature. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but yeah, to have to check into work every day, you gotta so go the, through the a fact, physical. The fi- factories are choosing not to, to open up until you know it's safe. So the trickle down effect of what's going on over there, because so much gets or so many pieces of everything come either the product fully assembled out of China or the piece that, you know, parts for products. Yeah. It's causing problems worldwide. Well, and, and, you know, like, like you're uh, inferring there, this was, this was a declining system anyway, before the coronavirus yep. outbreak because of trade issues yep. and just uh, the economy dictating. Yeah. Well, their, con- their economy's shrunk what 7% this last year. That's big. That's huge. That, that's ginormous. That's huge. So and then of course you throw in a, a coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, the the Apple iPhone shortage is yeah. now taking place. Well, maybe which I'm fine with that because they really don't treat their people well over there. Apple, I'm looking at you, Apple. Get on, get on. Come on. I think they should move their production back to the states, but that's a, that's well, a whole nother. Fine by me. You know. Fine by me, but I'm not. I don't own Apple. Nope. And it's not my <laughs> not my money. It's not your billions to play with. Yeah. Uh, also, we teased this earlier. Actually, we'll get to this in the next segment. The best vehicles of 2020 from Consumer Reports, but instead of by category, it's by budget. It'll be interesting to see what they have to say. It'll be uh, Now, I'll tell you, there is a Subaru or two on here. It'll I would hope so. See where they <laughs> land in that. I'm not a huge Consumer Reports fan. No, it's, yeah. It's and and I, I'll tell you the reason. You know, Back when I first got in the, so it was 92, and if you looked at their data back and back on a 92 Jeep Grand Cher- or Jeep Cherokee, it was terrible. What was their n- number one pick that year? The 92 Cherokee. It's like, hmm, I wonder who greased your wheels. <laughs> <laughs> you, Somebody you, swiped the old you, debit your, card. Your impartiality just went right out the window because your data does not match the recommendation. There's a lot of pay to play with consumer reports. Not according sure. to them, there's not. Now, well, why would they say there would be? Yeah. So, there's not in politics so I don't, either. <laughs> I don't have as, I mean, I think consumer reports is great. It is another place you can get information, but I'm not a real big fan of consumer reports. just and where I'm going back 28 years. Yeah. I think it's a part of the equation of the research and it's a tool, yeah. but if it's your decision maker, I think you you're yeah. ill informed. I think you're better off going online and reading reviews of stuff now. But we'll give you that list and we'll also tell you about the hottest new toy based on one of the hottest new cars. We'll tell you about it that next. That ought to be interesting. I need to talk car sense. Listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. We still got some time for you to uh, get in on the show, get in on the drawing. You got really good odds right now. (laughs) Yeah, one in five. You'd be one in six at 855 340 Zone. Call us with a question, comment, or story. 
you'll be entered to win the four-pack of VIP Lounge movie passes. We've talked about the 2020 Forester, the manual Crosstrek, the C3 Corvettes, the 69 Charger RT, the SS, the Olds. The Barracuda. Someone's been taking notes over there. <laughs> I'm, it's a, it's, you call it notes, I call it a shopping list. <laughs> Does your wife know about this no, shopping no, list? No, no, no. She's working. She's not listening. <laughs> How can I second mortgage the house without her knowing? It just look, appears. <laughs> look, look, uh, look, honey, if, I won the lottery. Let's see what I got. If our child wants to go to college, she can go to college. She's oh, paying for it. That's how that's going to go. Start huh? saving now. Nope. She can start saving. We are in our last semester of paying for college. I am so excited. You're a better parent than I'll ever be because I'm not. Well, I'm not doing it. You know, you always, I'll help out with some stuff, but I'm not going to pay yeah, it dif- all. Different so, opinion. Yeah, I you also I, don't. Yeah, I also yeah. don't value college as much as society would tell you to value. Well, I think society needs to kind of change some of our goals for kids and start valuing the trades. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, it's ele- a dying there's electricians, breed. concrete workers. You guys are constantly hiring technicians, looking for technicians. Oh, and- yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because you cannot find people that want to work with their hands or, you know, actually work half the time. Huh. I know I interviewed a couple of people, younger people yesterday for a job. It's like, they both want to be mechanics. Like, okay, this is odd. Huh. I've In 20 years of interviewing people, I've never had someone say that to me. And I wonder what, I wonder if it's because the passion for working on cars and uh-huh. things is gone because now it's all automated. Well, you can't you can't really work on a car. You know, you, you yep. can do you can you can do a few things for your car, but it's not like back with the the uh, muscle cars where yeah, you know, bailing wire and duct tape would put it back together. <laughs> That's right. Because it's all computerized, all electronics, and it's actually it's more sophisticated. It's so sophisticated now. You, you get, they use computers to diag you know to diagnose them. Yeah. You gotta have a USB. You gotta have a lot of knowledge, (laughs) a broad range of knowledge. Yeah, it's good and bad. (laughs) Yeah, you you lose that art. Yep. But then you get a little more fast, uh, fast tracked. Exactly. Hey, eight five five three four zero zone. If you want to be part of the show, Clyde is on the line. Hey, Clyde. Hey guys, love your show. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, So way back when, I spent my entire tour of duty whenever I got a chance. In Vietnam, looking at every car magazine I could find, trying to figure out what kind of a car I was going to order when I got home. Mm-hmm. And it came down to a Camaro or a Plymouth Belvedere stock sleeper with a Hemi in it. Wow. And uh, <laughs> so when I got home, I started looking, and I just about bought a Yanko Camaro, but I didn't want to wait. So I special ordered a 69 Camaro SS with nice the car. biggest 396 motor in it you could get, 375 yep. horse. <laughs> and it was... I, I hate you, Clyde. <laughs> I hate you. You got you to see the envy coming off of Austin's oh, face. That is so... <laughs> that, how long did you have it? Well, that's the sad part. Uh-oh. I had it for about a year and a half, and a buddy let me uh, ride his dirt bike. Oh. <laughs> and I just about sold it for nothing, bought an El Camino to haul my dirt bike racer around. <laughs> oh, Clyde. <laughs> no, an El Camino's not a bad car either. Those were fun. But it's yeah. not uh, the other no, one. It's not the other one, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. so get away. Do you, still, yeah. do you have a picture of it anywhere, or do you just have it up in your head? You know what? That's the only car I've ever owned that I didn't take a picture of it. Oh, I've had no. a, a lot of nice, cool cars, but uh. it just makes me sick that I didn't. Get a picture of it. Well, it's better in your head, probably. 
Even though it's pretty as a beaver picture. Yeah. Still dreaming. Oh, thank you, Clyde. Thanks for uh, making me right. envious. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> God, he made a good choice there. Well, yeah, he to buy a, it. Bought a not cool to car, sell not it. to get rid of it. No. Uh, eight five five three four zero zone. Do you have got? Do you got four hundred bucks laying around? You can just uh, throw it at uh, the hottest new toy on the market. Four hundred bucks for this, huh? Yeah. Mattel. No. If I wanted to, yes, but no. <laughs> a uh, <laughs> a one sixty fourth scale model, around three inches long, costs twenty bucks, but a one tenth scale model is four hundred bucks. And what is it of? It's an RC <laughs> version of the Tesla Cybertruck. <laughs> which I'll be honest with you, it looks cool as an RC. Yeah, it's an ugly truck. It doesn't look cool as a real thing. <laughs> but the the funniest part of all is the larger version, the $400 version, comes with a vinyl cracked window sticker <laughs> that you can, you can apply on the back window. That's awesome. As a nod to the infamous mishap. Yep. The bulletproof glass is not so bulletproof. <laughs> Elon with the old, was that a, what was a hammer, a mallet of something? No, it was, it was a, like a metal, it was, it was like ball, almost. Metal ball, a ball bearing. Yeah. A cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, like Something. A, a ball bearing, and he smashed it in the... <laughs> oh, darn it, bro. Here's our shatterproof window. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so for 400 bucks. stop a bullet. <laughs> but it, it looks like a cool RC. Yeah. Other than that, it's... You say uh, they're sold out? No, I, I've misread. They're not. They are pre-order now. So you can't buy it now. You have pre-order. It won't ship until Christmas. Yeah, no. Not interested, huh? No, four hundred bucks will about pay for a flight back to see my kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's better use of that money. But if you're a collector, that'd be that'd be oh, one be to fun. probably have. Yeah. It's just an ugly truck. It is. It looks like something out of really video game. Like, and I like RC cars. You know, they're fun. Yeah, they're a blast. Yep. Eight five five three four zero zone. You want to be part of the show? Give us a call eight five five three four zero zone. We've had six callers. Our seventh today is Ken. Kim, Kim, thanks Kim, for calling. I thought in. you said Ken. Also, <laughs> sorry about hey, that. Hey, Kim, how are you? Fine, thanks. Um, <clears throat> I had a uh, 1966 Oldsmobile 442. Ah, uh-huh. the old 442. Blue with the 442 down the hood on the on the hood there. Yep. Neat cars. Yeah. What was the? Uh, <clears throat> you said blue. Yeah, you know the stick shift and black interior. What'd you like the most about it? Oh, just um, that's a good-looking car. Yep, that's <laughs> at the time. Yep. Can't believe the the prices. You <clears throat> you Google some of these cars. I mean, in those days, thirty five hundred dollars for yep. a car, or or I don't remember what I paid, but I I, I know that. <clears throat> Uh, what, what would you say is the muscle? You got. I heard a bit ago you were talking about. Would we identify any cars nowadays as muscle cars? I don't think not so. quite. The Dodger, the Challenger, the Challenger and the, and the, the Charger Camaro. are close. Yeah, they're they're a good knockoff. They're still uh, too modern. Yes. to be considered muscle, but they they're a nod, an homage to the past. Yeah, they're yeah. playing on the nostalgia. But other than that, I can't. No. I think those are the three that I can think of off the top of my head. But I wouldn't mind to see, uh, does Oldsmobile even exist anymore? Nope. They've been gone for eons. Well, I'd like <laughs> to see them bring back the old 442. Never That'd happened. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, thanks for calling in. Yeah, what else? Brother had a, had a Pontiac um, 
Pontiac uh, GTO. Yep, there's the car. Mm-hmm. Good old yeah. guys. Everyone's uncle had a GTO. <clears throat> yep. I'll tell you that right now. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate you calling in. Sure. Appreciate you listening. Uh-huh. 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show. <laughs> Seems like everyone's uncle did have a GTO. Hey, well, yeah, that's about the right age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best vehicles of 2020. Oh, we got another caller here. Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Charlie's on the show. Hi, guys. How you doing? Great. Good. 1967 GTO. Color. Oh, awesome. Convertible. Oh, green? What, what color? You said green? No, it's a. it was a midnight blue. Oh, I love the midnight blue. How long did you have her? About a year and a half. Why is it that these are all year and a half? I know. Short oh. love affair. <laughs> short, short love affair. They're, they're tragedies, yes. I tell you. Yeah, it, it was a tragedy. I wish I still had it. It was worth a lot of money then, and it's worth a lot more now. Yeah, for yep. sure, for sure. All right, Charlie. Yeah, it was, it was a 400 four-speed, mm. white interior, white stripes. Loved it, but I had to get rid of it, unfortunately. Wow. God, 400 four-speed. Wow. Neat old car. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate right. it. 855-340-ZONE. All right, the best vehicles of 2020 for every budget, according to Consumer Reports. So let's start. You want to start expensive or cheap? Uh, let's start uh, expensive. Or less expensive, yeah. Let's, let's go expensive. expensive. Let's and the highest they go is uh, forty-five to fifty-five thousand. A lot, ton of cars fall in that range. They go with the uh, Lexus RX, okay, best-selling uh, luxury SUV. Uh, the Tesla Model Three, which the, the funny thing about this is the range that they put on the price. <laughs> Thirty-nine nine is where <laughs> to it starts. Fifty-five-five to fifty-six-nine. Yeah. yeah, and you can't get one for thirty-nine nine. Oh, sure, you can. No, it exists in a brochure somewhere. <laughs> Cannot. Uh, and then uh, the, the Toyota Supra. You take Supra. away too much pleasure this. <laughs> the Toyota Supra, which I hear great things about the Supra. Mark loves his. Oh, does he, does he, he have a Supra? He got one of the first ones that came to the state. So there's the highest of the budgets. The next tier down, the 35 to 45, goes Kia Telluride. Interesting. The Toyota Avalon, an old yeah. stalwart. And the Honda Ridgeline, which is a new take in Honda world. Well, no, it's an old take. They've had the Ridgeline. Oh, I'm thinking of, uh, that's the You're Ridgeline. you HRV. That's the Ridge, what I'm thinking the Ridge, of, yeah. yeah the Ridgeline's, Ridgeline's the truck. Yeah, it's been out for 15 years, 20 years. Which I like the look of the Honda Ridgeline, but if I'm going with truck, I don't know if I'm going Honda. Well, there's some things, depending on what you want your truck for, the, the Honda is unique mm-hmm. in that you have storage underneath. So it's 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 a, it's a kind of like your old El Camino. Okay. You know? It's Interesting kind, it's comparison. It's kind of Swiss Army knife. Uh, and then their their lowest budget uh, or sorry, they've got two more. The 25 to 35 goes with the Toyota Prius or Prius Prime. Yeah. The Subaru Legacy. Yep. Which that buy. 2020 Legacy is, is awesome. An incredible car. And the Subaru Forester. Yep. And then under 25, the Toyota Corolla is the only one they they go with under 25. Interesting. So there you go. Consumer Reports best cars for any budget yeah. that were may or may not Some interesting bought. choices. <laughs> John is on the line now. Hi, John. Good morning, John. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, just for a change of pace, I'd like to toss in a couple of things here that are uh, common with your co-host. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we both agree to play golf by the rules. At number two, uh, we both had knee replacements. <laughs> I'm up to two. Oh, wow. Number three. Number three, and I wouldn't go back. 
I swear <laughs> by it. It's fantastic. Yep. Uh, number three is that we were both born in February. Cool. And the fourth is that we were both born on presidential birthdays. <laughs> so is today your birthday, John? No, 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 no. It was on the 12th. I was going to say it's uh, Lincoln's birthday. Lincoln, okay. Lincoln, thank oh, you. Happy very, belated very few birthday. Still know that. <laughs> happy, happy 31st on, birthday, John. On Washington. Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure. You're 31, aren't you, John? <laughs> 31 again. Yeah, I'm, I'm pushing 31. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, John. That's awesome. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. That, some things in common with <laughs> do you play by the rules rog yeah when you go golfing yeah i you know you're boring <laughs> no you, you, you know i got i golfed with a friend one day and we're coming down the eighth hole coming in on uh uh can't remember old the, mill river bend oh river bend. okay yeah. so you're coming back into the clubhouse and you have to the east of you're coming north and to the east you have trees and the goalie yeah guy tees off Puts it into the trees, walks up, drops the ball, back into the trees, walks up, drops the ball, back into the trees. Finally gets it up on the green, three putts. Yeah, that was par for me. <laughs> <laughs> par for his course. Yeah. I'll yeah. take a par. <laughs> I like that. It's like, I like that. All you do is lie to yourself. Yeah. You can never improve if you don't count. <laughs> but hey, I paid that green fee. I can lie I, to I myself. I can lie to myself. <laughs> I so gotta feel good about something here. What's the point? I mean, I'm a terrible golfer, but I count my strokes. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend ninety bucks, <laughs> I'm gonna lie to myself and feel better. That's the rules. That's playing by the rules. <laughs> Jordan is next on the show. Hey Jordan, how are you? Good. Um I know winter is coming to an end, but this is something I've just thought about for the last few weeks and wanted to give you guys a call and ask. Okay. Um, okay. My wife and I live in an apartment complex, and our cars are outside. And you know, the last few weeks, the morning's been really cold. Mm-hmm. So just, I go and start her car maybe five, ten minutes before, just so it's you know she's not driving in a freezer box. But what is it? Is it like, do I need to start my car for? Because I, I obviously I do want to care about the environment, but what is the kind of the rule of thumb for that? Is it okay to drive a car? initially in the morning when it's cold yeah it is your car will be fine it's a matter yeah. of your comfort i don't yeah. know that i'd start a car and leave it for five minutes outside in anywhere let alone an apartment complex might be gone yeah, yeah. that's how most cars get <laughs> no, stolen I, I right sit, now i sit are oh, you sitting sit in okay i'm <laughs> just you're a really nice husband how am i gonna go out and freeze so you can be warm that's that, really you nice are of a you. nice husband Jordan, that's, yeah. you got major brownie points there uh i i i don't i don't know that there i guess it depends on the history of the car maybe yeah, i don't and think it i don't know that it makes a bit of difference one way or the other if I it mean, starts it's good if it uh. starts you know the oil starts rolling it's warming up um either way yeah just bundle up if you don't want to idle the car which i commend you for yeah. not wanting to idle the car Bundle up and uh, sit out there and go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, your yeah, wife, been, your wife appreciates the toasty yeah, cabin. I'm nice sure. Of you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. Jordan. Have a good day, Jordan. It's a good question. Yeah. The, the it's perfor- a great question. That's, the car won't break if you don't warm it up. No. You know, with Subaru, a good chunk of our cars now have, you know, especially the the newer ones, and you can add it to it, but remote start, and that's a, it's a very nice feature when you can be 400 feet away and get it fired up and. Either cooled down or warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like the idea that uh, with the remote start, once that door opens, it, it shuts turns it off. off. Yeah. Yep, and it's not going to start until you get the key in there. 
And now with some of our newer, you know, with some of the ascents and outbacks, you actually can, you got to watch what you do, but you can start your phone, and cross-checks even, you can start your phone from your car if you pay for the service. Start your phone from your car? You start your car from your phone. Oh, okay, okay. So one of my one of my employees was telling me he'd driven a car down and dropped it off at our Midtown store, and he said he got up and picked one other one up. He got up the next morning and started up his car to warm up and walks out and goes, Oh, my car's sitting at the dealership. <laughs> it was nice and warm at the dealership. Oh, man. <laughs> Just out of habit, you know? Keeping well, the other cars starts company. Yeah. <laughs> His car's 15 miles away from him. <laughs> it worked that far away. It huh? worked wherever it has an internet connection. Wow. I know my son, they drive an Ascent that I sold him. And, you know, when they get, especially during the winter, when they get back in from visiting family and stuff, as soon as they get their luggage to the airport, Fires it up, heats it up, cools it off, whichever. Wow. wow. Yeah. Now, I would worry about hacking, getting the car hacked and all that kind uh, of stuff. You know, it could happen. I, 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 can't, I, I personally refuse to live my life worrying about every little thing. And I personally refuse not to, so... Well, you, you take care of my worry. I appreciate that. <laughs> you give me your worries. Uh, I, I, I I'll worry right for the you. both you worry of us. for both of us, and I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, man. You got just I'm a, a very generous soul. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a very, uh, uh, yeah, you, you give, I take. That's exactly. How this I'm okay with works. that. You give me the worry, <laughs> I Sounds take. Sounds like a marriage. <laughs> uh, and the good news is we only see each other once every five to six weeks. Yeah, exactly. So it's a healthy marriage. It's very healthy. <laughs> Eight five five three four zero zone. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Oh man, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, you got a few more minutes. Eight five five three four zero zone. Lyft has yeah. done something I think is very forward thinking. There's this uh, advertising company called Halo Cars. Okay, and what they do is they sell advertising on these little magnetized. Uh, Triangles that sit on top of the car, sit like on top your, of your car. Suites, uh, right, and you then get a cut from letting that sit on top of your car <laughs> driving around. Okay, okay. Lyft thought it was such a good idea that they bought, bought out the Halo Cars, <laughs> and now uh, every Lyft driver, eventually every Lyft driver, will have this on top of their car. So they're starting to more and more look like a taxi. I was going to say, I th- I'm, I'm I'm visioning Vegas on the Strip with. Everything rolling by up on top, on both sides. They're always wholesome. They're very wholesome in Vegas. <laughs> what well, well, uh, Vegas ha- can't say what goes on, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas anymore. Well, we can't even on, say it on the radio. It, go, it goes on Facebook. It goes on Instagram. It goes everywhere. Right. Now it's well, well. Their new one is what. Uh, what happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas. Only happens in Vegas. It gets yeah. shared everywhere else, but it only happens here. <laughs> <laughs> so they bought out that company, and uh, I, I, you know, it's something I wish I would have thought of. I'm sure that person's really rich today. That's an interesting idea. Uh, did you? What? Do you ever heard of the Jeep Treo? No. T R E O. I hadn't either. There's a list uh, from Jalopnik of cars that could have been. Like old concept cars yeah. that got right to the cutting floor and then got and cut. cut. And the Jeep Treo, it I don't even know how to describe what it looks like. It it's like it's like a smart car. Imagine a smart car. Yeah. But then it's got on the back end it's got like a prowler one of those prowler tricycle really? type looks of yeah. the wheels. Uh-huh. They're offset like that and big fenders. Yeah. And then the front of it is just chopped off almost like a, a golf cart. And it's just this little tiny. It's got 
It's got wings <laughs> off the back of it on either on the left and right side. I don't. I, instead of like a spoiler, it's got like these wings. I don't know. It's hideous. <laughs> it's absolutely atrociously hideous. But essentially, the idea was it would be able to crawl over any terrain. Really, get through any nick and cranny and, and crevice you could find up on the huh. on the rocks, and you throw your bikes. The wings were the bikes Bike sat racks. on the wings. Oh, okay. Anyway, I just wondering if you'd ever heard of it. I've never heard of it. Eight five five three four zero zone. John number two is on Utah Car. Hi, John. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. Thank you. Right on. Hey, a couple of questions to ask you. Um, for the Hyundai, like the Hyundai Kona, do you know if they're ever going to come out with a hybrid by a gent? I have no idea. Hyundai. I don't know what's up Hyundai's sleeves right now. I think every manufacturer is looking at going hybrid, hybrid electric, plug-in electric. You know, they're all kind of steering that way. I, so I assume Hyundai is, but I don't know. I don't know which ones they're taking that way. Yeah, because we've been, we've been. My wife had bought one in eighteen, and uh, they was talking about coming out with one in twenty. But I just didn't know if you guys heard heard anything about it. For some I reason, I, I I think they have them in Europe. I think uh, that I don't know. But I, that's, that's Hyundai's out of my car. realm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they mentioned something about that at the car show. They do have them in Europe. That's why I was wondering when they was gonna when and if they'd ever come here. So if the if the if the make in the model, the Kona lasts a long time. I would assume eventually it would be here with the yeah, hybrid. But I mean, yeah, Subaru plans on taking most of their product line over to electric or hybrid electric over time. But Which I'm all about hybrid right now. I think that's great. I think hybrids need. Yeah, the electric ones are just too much of a pain. You have to get out and plug them in. I mean, they're, <laughs> granted, they're good, but I'd rather do a hybrid. Yeah, you yeah. Got, I feel like you get better use out of a hybrid range-wise and, well, and all yeah, that. So. I, probably, I think really the best solution probably is a plug-in hybrid. Okay. Where you get X number of miles on pure electric up to a certain amount of speed, but you're not dependent on that. You still have the gas engine. to. Which, that's what Jeff's been driving, that's isn't what, it? He loves it. The, the plug-in hybrid Crosstrek. Yep, and that's what my wife wants next, and I don't want it. <laughs> Why? Why don't you want, like it? Because I like the Outback better. <laughs> oh, yeah. More space, I'm a big yeah. guy, man. Yeah. I'm true. not a tiny person. But Jeff's getting like something like 80-something miles per oh, gallon. Yeah. I mean, Although it's the fish story every week. It's growing no, and growing. Well, the, the interesting <laughs> thing is, you know, what for, kind of car he he's got a plug-in hybrid Crosstrek from Subaru. Oh, does he? Right. So, I mean, so if. What would you prefer if, if you was to buy? Would you do a hybrid or would you do a plug in personally? Um, I would do a plug in hybrid. And, and the reason I, I'm saying that is you get, you know, like in the cross track, it's 20 miles of range. So, around town driving, it's great. You're running electric, you're not running gas. But you have the gas behind that that when you do get low, it'll kick in. Or if you're going faster than 60 miles an hour, it kicks in. But for Jeff, from his house to both dealerships is like ten miles, and it's you know he's got solar on his house. He's, we have solar on our dealerships, so it's pretty friendly. Yeah, right. So plug-in hybrids where I'll go, be going. I'm hoping that they bring it to the outback before I lease my next one because you, you need the bigger space. <laughs> I, I just I like the bigger. I, I love the Crosstrek. We have a Crosstrek sitting in our driveway. Our daughter drives. I've driven plenty of them. Sure. I just like more room. Yep. Yeah. So. I think it is the future, but oh, I hope absolutely. it's not too far in the future. No, I, get, I think it's soon. So. I think you'll see more and more of that within the next five to seven years. Good questions, John. Appreciate you calling in. 855-340-ZONE. we got just uh, about a minute and a half. You want to get in on the drawing, 855-340-ZONE. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that uh, you know 
basically Subaru now is almost a division of Toyota. Toyota bought twenty has bought twenty percent of their stock, and it's to partner with them for their hybrid technology because it's too expensive to go out yourself. You're seeing a lot of a lot of automobile manufacturers partnering with others to develop the electrical, the hybrid, because it's just it's a monumental task. Yeah, you see those mergers yep. on or, these deals or all the time. Partnerships yeah. or agreements, you know. So and there's been a long partnership with with Subaru and Toyota. I mean they, we used to build their Camry for them on the second line in Lafayette for a long time. So we better switch to that. Yeah. <laughs> the last caller. Last call, Don. Mm, Don how and are at you? the buzzer. Hey buddy. Donna, Don, Donna, Donna of course, yeah, sorry. Our friend Donna. Yep, Donna, not Don. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear from you. Also, let me change my voice here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so tell me again. I know you've told me about the cross track, but I wanted to hear about it again. What is it you'd like How to know? The 80, he's getting the 80 miles. and. Yeah, Jeff is driving a plug-in hybrid cross track, so... Up to six, you know, up to sixty miles an hour, and I, the range is like twenty miles. He uses electric only, so like his commute. Oh, from, just electric only. It uses electric only to a certain degree. To, to a certain, certain degree. Speed so, and, and, yeah. uh-huh. the gas. Yes, yeah. it uses the gas to supplement it. And he's getting because of that where he's positioned and what his commute is. He's getting eighty uh, something miles yeah. per gallon. Because essentially, he's not using much gas. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> So and you can you can order those, can't you? Mm-hmm. It's not you can't go down and buy one today. Yeah, yeah we can't. But. We can get them for you. They sell mainly oh, in the carb seats. So can I go look at one? Um, you know, if we know you're coming and Jeff's there, yes. Jeff does <laughs> let people test drive it when he's there, but so it looks like a regular cross track. The b- biggest difference is when you open up the rear hatch. The batteries intrude about two to three inches into the cargo space. Yeah, you lose three inches of head space in the cargo. Yep. So that's it. Huh? Yep. Uh, Jeff, Jeff has offered Jeff has offered his email in the past. You could email Jeff yeah. M at, Mark at markmiller dot com dot com and find out when he'll be there this week and go test drive it if you'd like. Yeah, it switches back and forth between okay. the two dealerships. So, all right, Donna, thank okay, you so thanks much for calling. All right, we got twelve callers, all in random order this week. Eric, what's a random number between 1 and 12? Yeah, let's go with 10. 10 gets you Jordan. Jordan. Who called in about uh, warming up his wife's car. Exactly, Jordan. Sounds like he and his wife could use a night at the movies. Yeah, swing by Midtown uh, Monday or Tuesday and just ask for your tickets. They'll be at the front desk. All right, thank you, Jordan. Take the wife out. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Roger, for being here. Happy birthday again. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. For Eric Jensen. Can't think of a better way to spend my birthday. (laughs) And Roger Parkin. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on Utah Car Sense.